City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside Ted Keys and the Joseph Aguirre and a wild and wild eventful MLB trade deadline. Let's be honest, guys. This could be the craziest trade deadline of all time. The names, the teams that have been engaging in all of these trade discussions slash reports all officially became true today. And we still got currently 44 minutes left of the MLB trade deadline 2022. Well, boy, oh boy, if it stays the way it is, we're going to remember this for a long time. I'm going to give you a quick stat, guys, of the past six years for teams, how big and impactful the trade deadline is. So 2015, the Kansas City Royals went out and got Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobras. They ended up winning a World Series. 2016, the Chicago Cubs went out and got a guy named Aroldis Chapman. They won a World Series. 2017, the Astros went to go get Justin Verlander. They won. The Red Sox, Nathan Ovaldi. The Nats, we'll be talking about the Washington Nationals. This is three years ago, too. Got Daniel Hudson delivered for them. 2020 was the Dodgers. They they were the Dodgers. Then last year, the Braves. Eddie Rosario won NLCS MVP. Jorge Soler won the World Series MVP, Jock Peterson, and Adam Duvall. My point being is that the trade deadline for the past six to seven years, well, whoever wins the trade deadline usually is winning a, ch- a championship. And I guess we got to start with no bigger news than today, guys. Over the past 48 hours, the San Diego Padres have become the Los Angeles Rams and going all in, trading their draft picks, trading their farm for some big-time talent. None bigger then Juan Soto and Josh Hader. And guess what? We can have an, even add in Josh Bell, who, if anybody hasn't seen, Josh Bell is having a very, very solid season. 14 home runs, 79 RBIs, batting 300. Guys, with these additions, and we'll talk about the rest of the other teams, the contenders, legitimate contenders that could be winning a World Series this year. I'm going to start with you, Ted. With these moves... Especially the Juan Soto trade. I know the far, they traded the farm, but hey, guess what? Sometimes you go all in. Are they now the favorite in the NL? Or do you still see the Mets or the Dodgers? Or maybe even the champs, the Atlanta Braves, are still the favorite in the NL? I'm just uh, the sad thing is I was just running through their their starting pitching just to make sure my my Oh honestly- speaking of the, oh yeah, that pitching staff. I wanted I'm glad you brought it up. So their pitching staff, I don't know if you guys know. But it starts off with Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, Sean Manea, or Manaya, Blake Snell, and Mike Clevenger. I don't know about you guys, but that's a pretty solid-ass rotation. And on top of it, you just got probably the best closer, one of the best closers in all of baseball to go to that bullpen. So let me, uh, if you guys think differently, chime in. Joe, what do you think? I'll let Joe, because Joe, Ted looks like he's taking care of some No, players. I'm not taking Yeah, Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to get aggravated and start yelling at him. <laughs> I definitely think that this puts them in prime position to make a move on the Dodgers because at last I checked, what were they, like 10 games back? Currently, they're 12 games back. Right 12 now. games back. I was going to say, uh, yeah, they're way back. So the division is out of reach. So you're fighting yes, for a wild card. And look, adding the best young left-handed hitter uh of his generation that's that's going to help and uh haters an upgrade 
uh, for this team at closer. And I, you know, listen, I, they got rid of a lot of good young players in this deal. You know, some guys who, um, I would argue have a lot of this. potential, uh, 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 what's the fit? What's his face? Uh, 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 uh Lamette, Danielson Lamette. Oh yes. Yeah, so he got part of the, yeah, he was again, right. One of these well. guys who look, maybe a change of scenery helps uncork something there's been a lot of expectation on that guy. Maybe he goes to, and, and, and takes off, but here's yeah, my, this, this I is wanted great. to say something to you, Joe. If you're a Padres fan, bro, you, this is the, you have to be, this is the most happy you've been since 1998. This is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, you're right. This is a team in the last decade that that's traded away everybody. Adrian Gonzalez, a Mexican American from San Diego, mm-hmm. every little kid's favorite player at the time. They, yeah, they moved him. Uh, the Padres have been so terrible to 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 see what this team has done. Uh, Preller's such a good GM, dude, and I don't know how he convinced this ownership to start ponying up. <laughs> But, boy, if you spend some money and you're willing to trade prospects that may never amount to anything. And I, I can... wanted to say that, too, is that the thing why I, I respect what the Padres are doing, because you have to also play against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And if anything, we know, guys, the Los Angeles Dodgers have been the cream of the crop of the NL. They're not going anywhere, the LA Dodgers. They still have Mookie Betts for the next 10 years. They have all this talent, this plethora of talent. They're not going anywhere. So the San Diego Padres have to do something. It's kind of like the AFC West. The Chiefs aren't going to be going anywhere because they have a t- they have a guy in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid for who knows how much longer, but they're the cream of the crop of the AFC. You have to go make moves like the Denver Broncos did, like the Las Vegas Raiders did, and like the Los Angeles Chargers. That's what the San Diego Padres just did today. I know, and it kind of became like more clear by the day that we talked about it, Ted, last week. It was like, well, Soto's either going to go to the Cardinals or the Padres. Cardinals kind of backed off, and the Padres, if we've seen anything for the past few years, they got Manny Machado, and they got Fernando Tatis Jr. for the next eight to ten years. You're going to sign Juan Soto, too. There's your big three for a long, long time, ladies and gentlemen. You have to keep up with the L.A. Dodgers. And you know what? Good for San Diego going all in because, yes, I know they're 12 games back in the standings, but this is a team right now, guys. Good luck facing this lineup in the postseason, Ted. Well, when they're healthy, and that's and that's the biggest yeah, thing. Course. You know, we're, I mean, you're talking about you had Josh Bell in that. He's going to have protection. He's been around <laughs> 300, so you're going to have protection with Tatis and Machado. And we were talking about other guys, Profar, who's got 23 home runs. You know, you've got people on this team that can hit. Cronenworth, who plays second base. They just traded for Brandon Drury, who's yeah. having his best statistical offensive season. And Yankee fans should remember that name. That's a guy that never had an opportunity. Miguel Endor stole his, you know. Oh, don't say that. And... Joe's going to get mad if you start talking so hey, about Miguel Endor. <laughs> so you look at this team, right? This is, I think, with this trade, this is not about winning the division, right? Because oh, it's, they're not going to win the division. Just like if the Blue Jays or the Red Sox or some of these, they're not catching the Yankees. They're not catching the Dodgers in, in their divisional thing. This yeah. is about getting the wild card because I, I was pulling up the wild card stats. They're four and a half games out of second. Atlanta, of course, leads. Philly's right behind them. Probably St. Louis will catch Philly. Who knows? But it's about winning a championship. And this is the reason why you make these moves. This is something I, we, we always get in these arguments about these Yankee players, about the Volpes and 
Oh my God, the outfielder. Um, Perez, Dominguez, just guys. Just like whatever. That. It doesn't matter if you're a Yankee fan. You know what I'm talking about. All these stellar stars. But if they were so good, why are they not in the the on the professional team? Why are we holding them back? If they're listen, they're, this is the only sport that I can't understand where if they're that good. We don't hold them back. We don't have them as, hey, you know what? We drafted the quarterback, but we're going to sit him on the bench for two or three years because if he's good enough, play him, all right? And, and Joe makes a great point. If one of these guys for the Nationals turns out to a Cy Young, that's great, but then he could be for another three to five years, and by then the Padres hope to have at least one, hopefully two World Series rings under their belt. Yeah. So this is about winning a championship, and if this team does not get to – I'd say minimum the World Series. Wow. There's, so you think so even if so listen, even if they got to the NLCS, I okay. don't pick them as my front runner. My Met, I told you before the season, I had the Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series. I had the Mets losing losing in seven to the Dodgers. All right. I thought all the moves that the Mets made in the offseason were going to have a drastic change. And I told you, and we talked about it last week. I thought the hiring of Buck Walter would kind of put the would cap this team off. They look yeah. like they genuinely have fun. They enjoy Buck. If you watch those games after game, they mess with Buck. They pull his shirt out. They kind of like I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of so it's it's gelling, all right. And we, you know, they they didn't really make any big pieces, but if Degrom can come back healthy and stay healthy with that rotation in the lineup that they have, they were the best team in the NL all season. What this does is put the Padres in that that conversation that I told you three weeks ago, I said there was only five teams that are going to win the World Series. I said it's two in the AL and three in the NL. The Padres have now entered that discussion and now will be in this continuous discussion of World yep. Series champion or bust for at least the next three to five years. Because like you said, Joe, how can you think of a better threesome or three guys of young player? I mean, Tatis is what, 21, 22? This kid's 23. Machado's, what, 27, 28, whatever. He's still prime for another five years. I mean, you're talking about three elite top talent that you could say at their best, there's no one better at their positions than those three guys on that team. How about the funny thing is, guys, okay, so Machado's 30 right now. That's fine. I'm I mean, just that's thinking, time. About, that's think, time. Th thinking about this. A possible NL wild card game. Is going to be realistically, it's going to be either the Braves or the Padres, or it's going to be the Mets or Padres. Well, I don't know how that matches up because only the two teams get the buy. So it would be Milwaukee would get would have to play the Mets and Dodgers would get the buy. Realistically, Those realistically, it's going to come down to a Padres versus Braves or Mets, and it's unfortunate that one of those two teams are going to be going home. Early because no, that's gonna make are, a great for a divisional I, series. That's what I, I, with those four I'm, teams. I'm not making. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying in the standpoint of the Braves also making a lot of moves today. The Mets, I know the Mets didn't make any big splashes, but they do get a guy named Jacob Degrom that's coming back and pitching yeah. tonight. And we've talked about it. We've too. talked about it over years. Anytime I know that, well, they don't make any big moves. The Yankees, like we said last year, some have had injuries in the past. You get a guy that's already a professional and a consistent like Jacob deGrom and has been at the peak of this game, that's just as good as trading for one of these pieces. I mean, you're getting the best pitcher back on the market. I know Luis Castillo from a standpoint of trading was the best pitcher on the market, but you're getting Jacob deGrom back who hasn't pitched since last year. Now, we don't know if he's going to be 100% right off the bat. We're going to see. I mean, he gets to play the Nationals. I guess it's a I guess that's easy to that could be a nice W, but still, 
it's going to be fascinating to see how this whole postseason, I'm going to go right into it, guys, because, yes, that was the major trade today. But there's just a bunch of teams. And all the teams that have made the moves, Joe, the Houston Astros, the the St. Louis Cardinals, the Atlanta Braves, the Seattle Mariners made another big move. Getting Luis Castillo, the Yankees, going all in and going to get bullpen help, adding Ben Attendee last week, and then going to get a guy in Frankie Montez. I know his his, his record doesn't look good, but the Oakland Athletics are terrible this year. He's got 3.1 AERA. And that's the other thing. All these teams that have made moves today, guys, are legitimate contenders to win a championship or fighting for a wild card or going to win a division title. So you're seeing all these moves. Are we looking within the next couple months of September, October, as possibly the best postseason ever just because of what happened in the past week of baseball, Joe? Well, listen, Juan Soto is going to be in the postseason this year. Yeah. That that instantly makes the, the postseason better. Manny Machado is going to be there. Fernando Aaron Judge Tachit, is going to yep. be there. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, baseball is – when you look at the teams that are all in position to be in the postseason, it's a lot of those young guys uh, a couple of years ago when they didn't let the kids play. I mean, it's those guys and those guys who become the superstars of this league. And, and, yep. Joe, and, and, I mean, yeah, I, I there's I'll when you again, that, Joe, whenever you I'm a little down on the Mets because I still think the Mets, and again, there's still a little bit of time here. Half I thought hour left for currently would have made a bigger splash with I just think one more bat a Contreras Teddy to me maybe makes the Mets the favorite. Yeah, well, at least adding his bat to that lineup. I mean, listen, the the lineup is good. It's it's not it's not great. It's definitely up there. I don't know how we would you know we're not in a rating system right now. We're not going to rank. Okay, is the Padres when they're healthy? How's their lineup compared to the Dodgers, the Braves, the Mets? But it's there. Their pitching staff is going to be the one that's going to carry them to the world series like it did what eight ten whatever how i don't even know how long it was ago that when they had that big three and i told you before and i was saying before the mets are 55 and five i heard the stat on the radio on the way on they were 55 and five when they score at least four runs in a game so now but here's so they got to score four runs though because i know they have more than five losses so that's the thing that you were just saying adding another significant bat a guy like wilson Contreras. i i'm i'm kind of in your, I was kind of against it, but now I understand where you're coming from. It's like, this is an ownership that's kind of going all in. Unless they're really asking for a, you know, a ransom of everything. If you can get away with not giving up one of your two top prospects or three, I mean, who cares, right? You'll go buy a free agent in the offseason anyway, so who cares? So go get a guy like Wilson Contreras, unless there's something where like Buck's like, hey, I like what I want. I just need, like what the Yankees used to do where they would get like Tim Raines and Chili Davis and Seth, where it wasn't a big move. Now, Trev, I don't know if how I don't remember, but I don't know if this is the biggest trade deadline. Maybe because we're living in the moment, but you know, moves that Arizona Diamondbacks when they brought Randy Johnson in that might have been more significant. Or when the a uh, couple years ago when the Astros made a move for Verlander or Cole, those are significant moves, and they all end up winning the World Series those years. I mean, there's been. Some well, I'm saying it from a standpoint of the amount of teams. Maybe there, maybe in the past, the there's been. Move, listen, the soda move oh, in I know, itself. But well, maybe in the standpoint in the past, hold on, in the past like ten years, maybe there has been. But in the sense of to me, why I'm saying this could be the, the craziest and and recent memory of trade deadlines is the teams that are making the moves. There's no teams like yeah, you'll get the little on the side trades that are not going to have any impact for a team. 
But when you see six to seven to eight of the top 10 teams in baseball making huge splashes, not just like, oh, we're just going to go give me one of your worst players or something. No, these are teams that are going out, trading prospects, trading their farm system to go get big, high-priced players. The Mariners going all in for Luis Castillo. I mean, that's a big deal for Seattle just traded make- for Jake Lamb, who's an outfielder left from the, the Diamondbacks. From the Dodgers. Yeah. Jeff, I wanted to say oh, one other thing, not to cut you off, but just a quick thing. The importance of winning now, the and this is goes to the argument that Joe was making, the significance of winning the NL East is you avoid the Padres in the first round. If that's you, what I'm saying. If you're the wild card in the NL East, you will play the at least yeah. based on what they were just reporting, that's how the match would be, and then it would be the central, which looks like against the other wild card team. So, but Joe, that's what to answer that your question. Was interesting going forward to feed it off to Joe, and that's why I said that why I think this is still and could be the best postseason ever. And oh, coming in with this that. trade deadline is because even the Twins, a team that's leading the AL Central right now, went out and got Tyler Maul, then they go get Jorge Lopez, adding to that team that's already a very very Great team. We know how good the Minnesota Twins are. The St. Louis Cardinals going to add Jose, Jose, Jose Quintana. The Houston Astros, who have been always great. Will Smith, Christian Vasquez. And they go get a guy in Trey Mancini who can be another. I mean, you get Trey Mancini and you get Jordan um, Alvarez as your DH. I mean, these are all teams, the Mariners, trying to finally get to the postseason since 2001. These are all teams that are going to be right at the end if either being in a wild card, winning a division title, or hell, even getting to an AL or NLCS or even a World Series. The only team, Joe, that we're sitting here saying, what are they doing, is the Boston Red Sox. Here's another yeah. thing, Chuck. What are the bo- – hold on. What are the Boston Red Sox? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's all, he's, Joe, he's I'll, tell you, Joe, I'll tell you one thing. This could be a significant move, and Joe would know better. The Marlins starter, Pablo Lopez, the Dodgers are trying to make a big move for him. Might come down to the final minutes. There's 35. That was reported five minutes ago. There's a lot uh, of people that say Pablo Lopez is the was and is the best arm available, and, and not then, a lot of people feel and that then way. I guess the Jays and Phillies are going for Syndergaard. Jays so and Phillies right now are going for Syndergaard. It's down to those two teams. Um, I'll ask you, getting, Ted. Hold on. I'll hold on. on. I'm just thank reporting you. the updates. I stuff. know. Well, thank you. Put in the comment section. You know, give that's us the big comments. news, though. Give us that is big news well, right John Heyman just reported Yankees have been talking to Marlins. Ten seconds of if the prospects fits, the Yankees are going to try to go get Pablo Lopez from the Marlins. Well, the Marlins yeah. did come out last last week and say everybody was for sale, other than um, oh my God, what's his the, Sandy Alcantara. Thank you. Is he, that the right? Who's been I've absolutely been on this lights out. dude for like four years. Like, wait, he's been on my fantasy team. He's you know. been lights out this year. Uh, and guess what? Not on my team this year because uh, I couldn't keep him again. Joe, you know how that works. You know, how yeah. That works. But I develop what? him just enough to give him to someone else. <laughs> what do you? Uh, what, I'm like a... the Pittsburgh Pirates of oh, my boy. fantasy league. <laughs> for you, if you had to give me a team or two. Who do you think is the biggest winners? Because that's a tougher, other than the Padres, is there another team do you think? Because there's a lot of teams on this list that I'm looking at. I think that the could be Seattle legitimate Mariners okay. are a little delusional. But I love what they did. I don't think that they're good enough, and I think everyone else is too good. I think pitching-wise, everyone else is too good for them. I really do. I love that they went all in, dude. They that Castillo's great, but he's the best starter that they have. And, yeah, the, and guy I, the guy last night, uh, he's not a, he's not a postseason pitcher. Oh my god, he, yeah. he pitches he pitches um t- 
tomorrow against Cole. Well, and we'll see what happens. That'll be a, a great matchup. But I, I, I think I'm, I'm thrilled that Seattle's going all in. Just like again, I think San Diego's the easy one. But just watching San Diego the last couple of years, I'm like, come on, do it. Like, just, just do it. Why not? You're right there. My sorry, my hair is soaking wet. I was just oh, in, the in the pool. The... Um, yeah, got... totally not dry at all. So, guys, we're at the <laughs> point. You're, you're soaking wet. I'm sorry, Trev. I, I got an answer for you on this one. And this is, and this is this the sucky one about this, it's the Astros. Getting a guy like Trey Mancini, getting a guy like Christian Vasquez, going yep. to trade for a guy at a bullpen when Will Smith. We yep. already know that lineup is dangerous. Trey Mancini is going to now have that short porch in, in the Astros stadium. I forget what they call it over there. Minimates, unlike though, right? unlike where Baltimore, they decide, yes, let's help our team out by backing the fence up and creating a 30-foot <laughs> wall. No, no, that's – Unbelievable. I just you look at the Astros, they have really put themselves front and center. We know what they are, and I talk about them because it's such a nemesis for us as Yankee fans that I don't fear anyone else in the AL but them. I don't fear the Red Sox, I don't fear the Blue Jays, I, mean, I don't yeah, fear the Twins. I only fear the Astros because we can't beat them. Can't beat them. We can't beat them. We can't play with them. Can't with them. And the times we have beat them. getting annoyed. I just said can't beat Joe. The times we have beat them are walk-offs. So you know. We talk about all these teams getting better, but here's all, the thing. If I can't beat games. the Astros, if I can't beat the Astros, I don't have to worry about any team in the NL because I won't be in the World Series again. So, right, so for me, talking it's about beating the Astros. Sorry, talking ahead. about the Astros, we finally we just hit the 21-minute mark. We haven't talked about the Yanks. I think we have to talk about have they significantly improved from where they were a week ago, Joe? And where do you see – how do you feel about this trade deadline as a New York Yankee fan? Going into this deadline, here's what I wanted. Frankie Montes. You wanted him over Castillo? Oh, I did. Yeah, he's another guy. He's been on my fantasy team for years, and I'm like, this kid's going to be so good. And also not on my team this year. Because Castillo was going to be too steep of a a price to trade for. Uh, to be honest, and and again, I know everybody just saw Castillo do it the other night. I've been, I've literally been tracking Montes for years, and oh. he's a guy who I assumed would one day become a Yankee. And I'm glad it's when he's 26 and not 36. Hey, can I that, interrupt? That's for one generally second? how it happens. Jeff, I gotta ask you a question. Oh, you're Have you seen this quote, Joe, on the New York porch about what Cashman said about Joey Gallo? What? I told Joey I would send him to a low-stress environment. I know L.A. clears out after the fifth inning. The Yankees GM said, best of luck to him. I'm rooting for Joey. Oh, he's not, wow. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just figured I'd get a reaction. You know, he's not, he's he's not people... wrong. The, the last decade, Dodger fans have been attentive, and they've been showing up. Okay, it only cost the Dodgers about two hundred ninety million dollars a year to put a payroll out there that they'll come and see. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's the reason the Dodgers have to constantly put the star power out there, because otherwise the people in L.A. ain't going to show up for that. I had just not. So my big winners, obviously, were the Padres. I said the Astros, too. And then I said the Yankees from a standpoint of you didn't have to give up Dominguez. You didn't have to give up Peraza. You didn't have to give a Volpe, but we don't know if there's going to be any breaking news within the next 21 minutes. Well, but... Syndergaard just got traded to the Phillies. That was one minute ago. And another oh, team and breaking news. Make... Kevin Durant Wasn't has now been traded to the Phillies last year. I don't know. No, he was, no, he was, he was the on the, he was in the Mets and then the Angels. He He's going really MIA. Talk oh, about a guy uh, that who's has. Who's the other guy? The, uh, Wheeler. Was Wheeler on the Phillies? Yeah, Wheeler was on the so Phillies. He's back with Wheeler. Okay. I, I, so it was one of those long haired, weirdo Met pitchers. 
Kevin Durant has now been traded to the San Diego Padres. Sources report from his next chapter. His next chapter in life is going. I mean, San Diego, (laughs) hell. But it looks like, hey, I'll tell you one thing. It looks like from what I'm reading, multiple reports that the Yankees are making a hard push. Don't know if they're going to get Lopez. I think that would definitely, because I think the Yankees look at their starting pitch and go, I don't know if it's good enough. I still, I like after. Solid, but it's not good enough. Because Severino, I don't know if you saw last night, Joe, they put him on the 60 day IL. So now he can't pitch till at least September. So that means he's more likely. Mid, mid September, which if you remember last year, mid September, he got about three starts in and, you know, was a bullpen arm at that point. Which is fine because I have no problem. I have no problem. Yeah, listen, I'll take him in the pen, but right, someone's got to take his place in the rotation. I, Montes, pencils right in you got to be concerned about about uh about uh nestor and the innings limit i know tyone's a question mark montgomery hasn't been great to to get someone like pablo lopez to slot in there domingo herman i think he's going to work out long term whether it be in the rotation or in the bullpen the yankees needed two bullpen arms i for one think lou trevino is going to be a great pickup i think he's he's been outstanding not uh, not this year, last year, not the year before, year before that. So he's in every other. But I, I just wonder if being in a winning environment, being in New York, coming over with Frankie Montes, if maybe that doesn't light a fire um, and you can get some meaningful innings from him, especially the way Clay Holmes has pitched lately, yeah. it'd be nice if you had another option of another guy that could close. Chapman's got three straight scoreless pitch uh, outings. He's looked pretty four, four good now. late. Last night Is was it four? Here we go. So, yeah. look – everything's sort of coming together. Giancarlo Stanton is already uh, uh, getting ready for some baseball activities. He'll be back pretty quick. So you didn't lose him for a significant amount of time. Uh, Listen, you got Joey Gallo out of there. You replaced him with Ben attendee. Again, what you did with, with the pitching is what you needed to do. The Yankees are as good as they need to be to win a world series. I'm not saying they will, but there was some deficiencies they figured out what those yep. were. They addressed them. They're a better team today than they were yesterday. I 100% agree with you. I, I feel like the Yankees were in desperate need to add its bolster to the bullpen. They did that with Trevino and Efro. Efros, I should say, Cubs, who's, I don't know if anybody's seen. Whew, they got a nasty, nasty side. Here's the thing. I, think got, what, I think what the move for yeah. Lopez says to me as a Yankee fan is, there's a possibility Severino doesn't come back at all this season. I think that's real, that's what tells me if you're willing to go get another guy like that. Because if not, you would say, where does he fit in the rotation? You have all these pitchers. Add him to the bullpen. Severino. No, you don't put Lopez in the bullpen. No, no, no. I was talking about Severino. But you still got bullpen bullpen. guys. You just made moves for bullpen guys. You can never yeah. have enough bullpen guys, my man. But here's the thing. When the roster comes down to 25, that's become significant. Yeah, you want the, By the way, you Montes, want more bullpen guys. Montes is signed through next season too. Yes. So again, a nice trade where definitely addressing the right now, but he's in the rotation next season, assuming Severino's back and healthy. If they have Lopez, now you're talking about Tyone Montgomery and Nestor fighting for the fifth spot in that rotation for next year. Yep. That's a little different situation, and one you got to feel good about. I don't know about you guys, but this postseason. Whoever is coming out of the AL or NL or who's going to be in that bracket, this is a this is looking like it's going to shape up to be something legendary. I just want to get one more final thing in with you guys. Trade deadline is, is about to pass right now. After all of the moves, give me your top five teams. 
currently in baseball. Joe, I'll start with you. Well, I'm going to say it's the New York Yankees, number one. Again, I think they addressed everything they needed to. I think number two is the Houston Astros. I think number three is the New York Mets. I think number four is the Houston Astros. No, and, no you already said the Astros were two uh, you had. The sorry, the number four is the Dodgers. Number five is the Padres. Ted? No, I'm sorry. I'm just reading some tweets. It was just things like they were saying. Imagine did you hear Yankees for one of the pro- yes winners. Who is it? The best team is the Yankees. It's I like know the, what you're it's saying. Literally like, it's literally like dealing with the five year old. No, here's the thing. Ted, here's the toy. Here's the toy. But Trevor, here's the but thing. Trevor, if you, you wanted to keep the show, he's listening. He's listening. He's listening. You can say he's like a but, but like my like my children do that sometimes. Like, you know, I'm like you're not listening, and then they like recite exactly what I said to him. Like all right, you were. You didn't respond fast you, enough. You know what the problem, Joe? You know what the problem if, was? Here's the that? thing: if you were if you if you were a good host, you would have just let me continue to roll on, and I would have said, after that fact, we'll come back to the mess. No, the Yankees are still my number one team, and that's a biased answer because I'm a Yankee fan. I'm sorry. And if, be I, honest, if, though. if I do wasn't you, a Yankee you, fan, I put the Astros at number one. All okay. Right? Even even despite the moves the Yankees have made in the last three days, you still think honestly, but Yankees bias aside, do you think Houston's a better team than the Yankees? And again, don't just base it on the, the last two games that they like, I think they can be, but what I've seen this year is the Astro team looked better than the Yankees. And and maybe they just played better in those seven games, but but that's what my eyes tell me in seven games. You know what I mean? If the team beats beats up all season long, and then you know, I just but I'd still take the Yankees as a Yankee fan. Houston's right there. I still like the Mets if DeGrom is healthy. That's, and I'll put them three with the Dodgers four, the Braves fifth, and the Padres six. That's how I would rank my top six. I know you probably asked for five, but that's where I'm going with it because those are my six teams that only matter. I don't care about anyone else because as much as these moves are nice and they're cute, they're not going to beat the Astros. They're not going to beat the Yankees unless something dramatic happens. And it happens, but – it's not going to happen this year. And and the NL, those teams are so dominant. And I think, like, even you would say, oh, the Cardinals are right there. I think for the Cardinals to get the World Series, they would have to beat one of the – probably one or two of the NL East teams and then the other NL West. It just – I think it would be too much of a hard road for them to get through. So, I like those six teams. That's my ranking. I'll live with it. Yeah, I would, I would, I would still go with the Yanks one, first team to 70 wins. Number two, I would go with the Astros. Number three, I'm still going to go with the Dodgers. I mean, when that team is healthy, they're going to be a tough out to beat in four to beat four times. I'm going to go with the Mets, slightly over the Padres. But with that lineup, when you get Fernando Tatis Jr. and you're going to have Fernando Tatis Jr., then you're going to have Cronenworth. You're going to have Soto. You're going to Voight actually got traded to Joe too. He was part of that deal. He's going to the Nationals. Uh, and then you get Soto, Machado. They got Profar. They got Grisham. They have talent all around. I know we're just literally looking at those three guys, but Jay Cronenworth was an all-star too even oh this year. God. They got the starting five rotation of guys that to some would be number twos, number threes, or hell, even number ones on other pitching staffs. Those are my top five teams. Between four and five and six, it's right there because the Braves are right there. But like Ted said, those two of us are right now tier one. And when I mean tier one, those are title contenders. Then you got probably the Twins, you got the Cardinals, and that second tier or so, Red Sox, Blue Jays. But to us, we have six teams right now that have a legitimate shot to win the 2022-2023 World Series. And if anything that has been said, 
whoever wins the trade deadline ultimately is going to win a World Series from what we've seen in the past. One of the craziest trade deadlines we've ever seen in recent memory. They still got 13 minutes left. We don't know what's going to happen in those. Will the Yankees, will the Dodgers make another move and add to the pitching rotation? A lot, a lot could still happen in the next 10 minutes. It's been one of the wildest that I've ever seen. Juan Soto is officially a San Diego Padre. I can't believe he got traded. To just think, Ted, to just think four years ago, these guys, the Nationals had Bryce Harper, Anthony Rendon, Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, and Juan Juan Soto. All are gone with the exception of Steven. I mean, Steven Strasburg's been injured, so he's pretty much gone too. Unbelievable how a Nationals team was so good, has become so bad so fast. Well, you can check out more Keys to the City episodes at clovercrestmedia.com and on many more podcasts and iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. Check us out. Subscribe, comment, like, and share. We'll be back at the end of the week to start talking. Boys of Fall, the training camp sessions are going. We are in August, ladies and gentlemen. And that can only mean one thing. For the next five months, to all the ladies out there, the men are going to be enjoying Sundays and getting ready for some football. So sorry. But not sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.